Hey everybody, welcome back to Mission Minded. Today, I want to encourage you with this word, Jehovah Jireh. Now, many of y'all may have heard that before, maybe some of you haven't, but Jehovah Jireh means the Lord will provide. And I don't know about you, but I have seen this so much in my life, especially recently with trying to find me a car and just so many other things. And he has always provided. And so um, I wanted to really just kind of um, encourage you today and give you some verses um, and talk about how the Lord provides for us. Um, So first off, I want to start with Psalm 136, 25 through 26. It says, He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. So obviously right here we can see he gives food to every creature. You know, he, I mean, wow, he takes care of us so well. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Next, we have Luke 12.31. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. For what I want to add is, is the Lord definitely provides, and he constantly blesses us so much all the time and every single day. But we should also be seeking first his kingdom. We should also be seeking him first. Um, because, I mean, not only are we called to seek first his kingdom, But also, whenever we seek Him first, we're able to see so much more of how He provides. He may provide in ways that you may not even know about, or you may not even see or even understand. But whenever we seek first Him, it's like our eyes are open to all that He's doing around us. Next, we have Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. And it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he, he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think it's so important to not worry about tomorrow, not worry about the next day, not worry about our future. Because obviously in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And I think so often sometimes we can get so caught up in, in worrying about the future and trying to have all planned out. But to be honest, it's the Lord who guides our steps and who leads the way. Um, there's a verse in Proverbs, I think it is, and it says, you know, Um, man makes his own plans in his heart, but it's the Lord who, um, establishes his steps. And so, and that's so true. I mean, we constantly make plans and we constantly worry about tomorrow and the next day and this and this and that, but it's like, oh, you have little faith, trust in the Lord and trust that he will provide for you. We can see it throughout the Bible with every single person he provided for Moses, 
you know, Moses was not good at speaking and he, you know, God called him to go to Pharaoh, but he was like, oh Lord, I can't do that. But the Lord still provided a way and still gave him the strength and the boldness and the courage to go and do that. And we also see that with Daniel and with David and with Jonah and with so many other Bible characters, Bible people, you know, we see how God has provided in their lives. And we can also see not only through our own lives, but other people's lives today of how God has provided. I don't know about you, but I get really encouraged um, sometimes hearing other people's story and how God has provided in their life. Maybe they had cancer and, you know, they were really close to, to being with the Lord, but, you know, God really um, healed them and really kind of redeemed that. Um, the next verse is Psalm 81:10. I'm the Lord your God, who brought you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. You know, again, God cared for the Israelites. He provided for them constantly, even though they turned away so many times. And, you know, we see how the Israelites, you know, cried out to God and, oh, Lord, help us. He provided. And then they went right back into sin. I think that's another beautiful thing um, about God is that even though he knows that we're going to disobey him, and even though he knows that um, we're going to turn from him and sin again and again, he still loves us and provides us and pursues us. The next verse that I have is Psalm 3410. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. You know, I think sometimes we think that whenever we talk about the Lord providing, we think of materialistic blessings. I mean, Paul he was hungry sometimes. He was starving. He didn't have any food. He was in prison. The Lord still provided for him. Sometimes whenever we think of providing though, it's not, the Lord doesn't provide in ways that we often think. Whenever we think of, in Paul's case, providing, we would say, okay, well, Paul would be given food and he would let be let out of prison. But that, but you know, our plans and our ways are not God's. You know, in Isaiah, it says, for my ways are not your ways, nor are my thoughts your thoughts. And so our idea of the Lord providing is different sometimes. Maybe, you know, you have a family member with cancer and, you know, you're really asking the Lord to provide and to really bring them out of this, but then they end up passing away. And, you know, maybe you're blaming God or upset and saying, Lord, why would you do this? Why, why didn't you provide? But he's telling you, I did, I did provide. They're up here with me, you know, so our ways are not are not his ways and we don't think the same as him. And so sometimes whenever we think of providing, we think more so of materialistic things, which the Lord does provide so much about that. He, you know, he clothes us, he feeds us. I mean, he gives us a roof over our head, but not everybody has those things. Not every Christian, not every missionary, um, but he always provides always and he's always with us then in uh, Luke chapter 12 um, 22 through 34 which is about the same as is you know talking about the same thing as in Matthew it says then Jesus said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear for life is more than food and the body more than clothes Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than the birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? 
Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Like I said, we can totally see right here in scripture how he's saying, listen, I will provide. I will provide. Clearly, right here, you know, aren't you, you know, Jesus is saying, aren't you um, so much more valuable than the birds? And, and yet, you know, our Heavenly Father clothes them. And so he's saying, don't worry about these things. Don't worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. Because that's all in the Lord's hands. So many times we try to worry about things that we have no control over. And it really, it just gets us so worked up. And I think it's, it's, it's just not good for us to do that. Because it's in the Lord's hands and we need to leave it there, not take it out of his hands and worry about it. Because we can't do anything about it. And the last verse that I have is Psalm 145, 15 through 16. It says, The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Not every time we ask God to provide, He's going to do it in our timing. That, that you know, he, it's in His timing. And that's another thing to just remember and think about. Um, I know in my own life, we've been looking for a car since January. And we finally got one yesterday, but it was hard. I mean, I was telling the Lord, I was saying, I trust you, but it's really hard for me to not worry about it and for me to not think about it and try to take matters into my own hands. But boy, let me tell you, the Lord's timing is the best timing. It is very hard to wait. And I think I look back on it and I think, man, I could have been more patient, but the Lord's timing is the best timing for everything. He provides for us at the right time and he gives us what we need. He may be right now providing for you and giving you something that you don't even know that you need. I really just wanted to encourage you with this message today that that the Lord will provide. He always has and he always will. Trust in him. Have faith. Put your hope in him. Don't worry about it. Leave it in his hands. Thanks so much for listening today.